Hello, I'm Dr. Wendy Hill. Welcome to How to Be Happy with Dr. Wendy. I'm here to support you in being the happiest, most balanced, most successful person possible. This series of podcasts is based on my book, The True Seeker's Guide to a Better Life. Here you will learn how your core beliefs are formed and how they influence every second of your existence. You will learn how to identify and transform your self-defeating core beliefs into core beliefs that support happy, healthy adult experience. Just listening to this podcast will give you the insight and inspiration you need to start to take control of your entire life and relationships. If you want, you can do the process as I suggest as we move along. Remember my website, wendyhill.com, and learn more about how you can grow emotionally and spiritually. Your Original Programming Now you will learn how you were originally programmed as a fetus, as an infant, and as a child. You will learn how you have created your own life experience through your thoughts and attitudinal energy. You will learn about your inner child, what a core belief is, and how your core beliefs dictate your thoughts, your feelings, and how you behave. You will learn about the great power your high-impact moments have had in your life. You will learn how you made decisions during your high-impact moments. You will learn how you can actually believe conflicting things about yourself, and you will learn how your unexpressed emotions keep your self-defeating core beliefs locked in place. You are a living testimony to what you believe. What you do, what you feel, what you think, how you react, the choices you make, the quality of your relationships, and how you experience life are all your creation. You have created your life experience based on your deepest beliefs about yourself, others, and the nature of reality. That is, your perception of what is real, how the world works, and what you have to do to cope with and survive in that world. Outside circumstances can be powerful influences, but how you adjust to and cope with them is your responsibility alone. You determine what you ultimately experience. Your experience is determined by what you believe to be true. Your experience is a reflection of your deepest perception of yourself, others, and the nature of reality. Your inner perception of yourself, others, and the nature of reality is seldom what you think it is. What you think you believe is often not what you really believe. Your true beliefs are buried deep within your subconscious mind. You can bring those hidden beliefs into your conscious mind, examine them, and if you want, transform them. I am what I think I am. It matters little what others think of you. It matters a great deal what you think of yourself. If what you believe about yourself supports happiness and success, you will have the experience of happiness and success. If what you believe about yourself is fearful, judgmental, and supports failure, you will have the experience of fear, judgment, and failure. Again, what you experience is a reflection of and a direct result of your beliefs about yourself, others, and the nature of reality. 
Others will treat me as I believe they will treat me. You choose your relationships based on what you believe about others and how you believe they will treat you. By remaining in them, you continue to choose them. Others choose you in accordance with their beliefs. Relationships are a reflection not only of what you believe, but of what others believe about themselves. Whether it is healthy or not, it is always a match. Robert bemoaned the fact that all the important women in his life had left him. He consequently decided that women are undependable and unwilling to commit. Robert was unaware of his deepest beliefs about himself and others. He subconsciously believed that people he really cared about, especially women, would leave him because he was not important or worthy enough for them to stay. Because Robert was unaware that he carried this belief, he thought that the problem was with women, not with himself. He was unaware that he had programmed himself to be abandoned. So he continued to enter into relationships with women whose beliefs set them up to leave him. When I suggested this to Robert, he said, I don't choose these women, they choose me. As Robert continued to examine his beliefs, he realized that he attracted this type of woman because of certain ways he communicated with them. Once the woman responded, it appeared to him that they were making the first move. After he was in the relationship, Robert chose to stay. In reality, Robert's subconscious beliefs about himself and others dictated his pattern of broken relationships. He was able to see this, understand the source of his programming, and reprogram himself. Now he is in a relationship that is supportive and lasting. Like Robert, all of us are influenced daily by our subconscious beliefs. If you do not like the nature of your relationships... Consider the possibility that you are creating your relationship problems without realizing it. Reality is what I believe it to be. There is no reality outside of myself. Consider that what you see in the world around you are perceptions unique to you alone. Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder can also mean reality is in the eyes of the beholder. Everything you see is seen through your mind and your perceptions. All you see is filtered through your beliefs, and that is what you see as reality. If you are wearing rose-colored glasses, you will see all things in your world as generally pleasant and happy. If your glasses are gray-colored, everything will look dark or dreary to you. Your beliefs will determine the color of your life. There is no accident about what you experience, who is in your life, what is happening in your life, the direction of your career or your well-being. You are the creator. You are the seer. You are the perceiver. You are the chooser. You are the doer. Your beliefs are so powerful that they attract people and circumstances that reflect what you believe. Love attracts love. Fear attracts fear. Success attracts success. The old saying, birds of a feather flock together, is true. You live in a responsive universe. It responds to what you send out. It responds to your energy. It responds to your actions. 
It responds to your beliefs. People automatically respond to your attitudinal energy. Attitudinal energy is the feeling or energy you project based on your core beliefs. Much of your experience is a result of your attitudinal energy. Attitudes of success and well-being draw responses that create the experience of success and well-being. Attitudes of fear and failure draw responses that create the experience of fear and failure. You attract responses that reflect your attitudinal energy. You cannot hide your true attitudinal energy by giving lip service to something else or assuming attitudes that conflict with your core beliefs. People respond to your core beliefs, and your experience will reflect those core beliefs. Katie was a very energetic woman in her middle years. She suffered from temporary bouts of depression that blocked her efficiency and well-being. Katie, although bright and intelligent, was unwilling to examine her core beliefs. Katie wanted a quick fix. Self-examination was too much work and too uncomfortable. She sold real estate and was always looking for new ways to increase her sales. She often listened to tapes intended to help her develop new skills and inspire her to greater heights. Katie was particularly drawn to the ideas of an individual who claimed that all you needed to do to reach your goals was to copy behavior of successful people. In his audio tape series, he said that it didn't matter what happened to you in your childhood, that all you had to do is copy others and your life would be permanently and positively altered. Katie was impressed by this. It meant that she didn't have to do any of the hard work of self-examination. All she had to do was figure out how she was supposed to act to get greater sales volume, mimic that behavior, and she would get what she wanted. There's some truth in this kind of approach to life. It is based on the idea of fake it till you make it. Acting as though you are what you want to be can help you become what you do want to be. However, this approach can be misleading. It's like putting icing on a poison cake. It can cover up a multitude of problems that, left uncorrected, can cause serious problems. You must examine your underlying core beliefs. If your hidden beliefs about yourself, others, and the nature of reality are self-defeating, then superimposed behavior will not change those beliefs or the outcome. You may end up sending double messages to yourself and to others. This can result in confusion and failure. Since Katie did not want to examine herself, she was attracted to the ideas she wanted to hear. It sounded easy and painless. She decided to try it out. Because Katie had not changed her underlying negative beliefs, people saw through her act. They thought of her as insincere and did not trust her. If Katie had been willing to look within herself and change her self-defeating beliefs, she would have expressed herself with sincerity. People would have responded with more trust and a willingness to work with her. There is no quick fix or easy way to happiness and success. Your true beliefs about yourself, others, and the nature of reality are buried deep within your subconscious mind. Picture your mind as an onion with many layers. Imagine that the outside skin of the onion represents your conscious mind. As you peel the onion, you go deeper into the subconscious mind. When a thought is on the tip of your tongue, the thought is close to the surface, one of the outer layers of the onion. 
Each layer you peel away takes you deeper into your subconscious mind. The deeper you go, the more hidden your memories, feelings, thoughts, and beliefs are from your conscious mind. It is in these deeper layers that you carry your most significant and influential beliefs, your core beliefs. Your core beliefs, those deeply hidden beliefs that form your perception of who you are, who others are, and what reality is, come from your experience. The beliefs that stem from your experience are in the heart of you. They are the foundation of your personality and your character and will influence you for the rest of your life. Your core beliefs can change only if you become conscious of them. You can assess what is hidden in the deeper layers of your subconscious mind. You can ask your mind to reveal to you the information you need to make the changes you want. But until you are conscious of that hidden information, you will not be able to make the positive changes. You must bring that information into your conscious mind in order to know what you need to change and how to change it. It is possible to have conflicting beliefs about yourself. For example, you can believe you are worthy while at the same time believe you are unworthy. How is this possible? As a child, you may have had experiences that caused you to decide that you are not worthy. As an adult, you may have come to see that you are worthy. However, having consciously changed your perception of your worthiness does not necessarily mean that you've changed your subconscious or childhood perception of your worthiness. We can carry old beliefs from childhood that still affect us in the present even though we are not aware of them. There is a child within you that carries one perception and an adult within you that carries another. Consequently, your adult self may profess one belief while your child self may profess an opposing belief. Often people tell me they believe one thing about themselves while their lives reflect a completely different belief. Jack insisted that he liked himself, that his self-esteem was entirely intact, and that his quick temper had nothing to do with anything of consequence. He considered his temper to be a minor flaw that didn't need changing. He wanted me to give him some tips on how he could better control other people so they wouldn't make him so angry. I suggested to Jack that perhaps his anger might have something to do with his problem with getting along with people. He agreed to consider that possibility. Soon he made the important connection between his original programming and his quick temper. It was a revelation for Jack. He could view himself and others in a completely different light. Because of his willingness to examine his beliefs, Jack made some wonderful changes. He realized that he was really angry about something in his past, not at the people in his current life. This allowed him to completely change how he viewed people. His new perceptions allowed him to change how he responded. Jack learned how to communicate and respond in ways that allowed everyone to win. He became easy to work with, his productivity increased, and most important of all, Jack felt an inner calm that was truly a blessing for him. Through self-examination, Jack realized that he had carried conflicting beliefs about himself, a childhood belief and an adult belief that were in opposition. A core belief is formed during a moment of high stress during infancy or childhood. 
During the stressful moment, you have an intense thought that is highly influential. This experience is accompanied by intense emotion. During a conflicting experience, the accompanying emotions range from terror to despair. During a positive experience, the accompanying emotions range from love to joy. It is from this intense experience that you make a decision about yourself, others, and the nature of reality. Thus, for better or worse, a core belief is formed. If you are seeking a better life, it is essential that you become aware of your core beliefs. Why is this so important? Your core beliefs have caused repetitive patterns of feelings and behaviors that have molded your life experience and well-being. These patterns are based on your core beliefs about yourself, others, and the nature of reality. A pattern is activated in the following way. You have an experience that triggers a memory and a core belief. You then have a thought based on your core belief that is followed by emotions. You make a decision and then you initiate action. Basically, you think, feel, you decide, and you act in accordance with a core belief. All this happens in a split second. Here's an example. John is at work when his supervisor calls him to his office. As John enters his office, he sees his supervisor's stressed expression. That expression triggers a memory in John of when he was four years old and his father called him into his study and beat him. The memory. John's belief that stressed men can be dangerous, core belief, is triggered. John feels anxiety, emotion. John decides that it is not safe to be in his supervisor's office and that in order to be safe he must leave. Decision. John leaves his supervisor's office. Action. It is likely that John is entirely unaware of the sequence of mental events happening within him. He is probably only aware of his anxiety. However, John's behavior is dictated by a core belief he formed long ago from an event he may have forgotten. The core belief continues to remain in John's subconscious mind, ready to be triggered at a moment's notice. The subconscious mind has no sense of time. Events that occurred when you were a fetus in your mother's womb, a toddler, or a schoolchild are as fresh as the moment they occurred. According to your subconscious mind, they are happening in the here and now, at this moment. When a core belief is triggered, the memory is not a memory in your subconscious mind, but an event that is happening now. What you believe directs your thoughts. These thoughts create an emotional reaction that influences your choices and behaviors. If you believe that you are worthy, you will have thoughts of worthiness which will bring about feelings of well-being. These feelings of well-being will influence such things as how you communicate and act. How you communicate and act creates your reality. If you carry negative or conflicting beliefs at the core of your onion, you will automatically create a reality in direct response to these core beliefs. This decision-making process happens in a split second and occurs on the subconscious level. Consider the many unseen layers of onion beneath the tough outer skin. It is in these deeper layers that most of your thinking, feeling, and decision-making 
occur. This means that you are not aware of the genesis of most of your thoughts, feelings, and decisions. Because most of your responses are habitual, they occur instantly and automatically. They are responses that you don't even think about. They just happen. Some of your core beliefs are positive and some are negative. Some lead to failure. Some lead to success. Some lead to misery. Some lead to happiness. Core beliefs are impersonal. They themselves do not have feeling, judgment, morality, or will. Your core beliefs only wish to be expressed. You have a child self within you. Your child self, or inner child, is all your memories, emotions, experiences, attitudes, and beliefs of being a fetus, infant, and child. No matter how long you live, you will always have an inner child that influences you. You must always be aware of your inner child if you are to understand yourself fully. In this guide, you will be asked to connect with your inner child many times. Old photographs will help you connect with your inner child. You will come to honor your inner child with love, compassion, and understanding. Truly knowing your inner child will open your heart and open the door to a better life. Find several photographs of yourself as an infant and child. Select photographs of yourself alone or cover other people in the photograph so you can only see yourself. Study the photos. Find the innocent child that you were. Look into your eyes and see if you can connect with your child self with compassion. Put the photos in places where you will see them often. For example, put them on bathroom and dressing table mirrors, on the refrigerator, on your desk, by your bed, or on your car visor. Whenever you see your photo, reflect on the fact that you are looking at someone who is worthy and deserves to be empowered, loved, healthy, happy, and successful. You are the one who programmed you. When you were a child, you made decisions about yourself, others, and the nature of reality. These decisions became your core beliefs. How does this happen? How can a mere thought become a core belief? How can a moment in time affect you for the rest of your life? Your self-programming began while you were in the womb and continued throughout your childhood. Clinical research tells us that you were conscious as a fetus. You were dreaming, thinking, and responding to your environment. You were affected by what your mother ate, how she felt, what she did, and the people with whom she related. You felt your mother's emotions, responded to conversations she had with others, and experienced her moods. You experienced the effects of any drugs or medications she ingested. By the time you were born, you already had a wealth of experiences to which you were responding. You had already made decisions about yourself, others, and the nature of reality. Your birth experience itself had an important influence in determining your core beliefs. Some people may find this difficult to believe, but it is true. If you experienced your birth as harmonious, you responded with harmonious beliefs. If you experienced your birth as unpleasant or conflicting, you responded with conflicting beliefs. The beliefs you formed at birth have likely influenced you for your entire life. Your early childhood years were also very important in establishing your core beliefs. 
During childhood, your mind was in a state of receptivity and openness that you will never experience again. You learned at an escalated rate. You were highly influenced by all you experienced. You took things personally and literally. You did not know how to recognize or analyze what you experienced. You simply accepted it. If your experience was positive, you responded with positive self-supporting beliefs. If it was negative, you responded with negative self-defeating beliefs. This condition of such openness continued in diminishing degrees until about the age of 10. The younger you were, the more influenced you were. As you matured, you became more objective. You developed skills and were more capable of making distinctions and seeing things from a broader perspective. Most of your core beliefs were formed between your experience as a fetus and age four. A core belief, however, can be established at any time in your childhood. The younger you are, the more impacting the experience the more likely it is that a core belief will result. Thank you for listening. Remember that you're worthy and loved beyond your own understanding. This is a universal truth. It is meant for you to know and experience this truth in your whole being. If you want to learn more about this experience and how to be truly happy, please go to my website. Meanwhile, practice warrior spirit and talk with love to that little child within you.